Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Well, today I'm joined with Christina Crowley, who, have you been on here once before? Once before, yes. We had so much fun. It was really, really Talking fun. about kindness. Right? Well, and today we're going to talk about, continue the conversation on forgiveness. And whether you went through the season on cultivating forgiveness or not, what we're doing all month is just having real conversations about each of our own journey of mm. forgiveness, um, what that's looked like, because someone at some point is going to relate with something that any of us have gone through because I don't know that any every situation is unique but I don't know that the path to getting towards forgiveness is Mm, all that unique I think we go we all go through a lot of it but Christina um is on the cultivate teaching team as as well as being on staff here at Sandals Church her husband is one of our pastors here soul care Soul care pastor? Pastor of spiritual formation. Spiritual formation. He was. Over the years. No. <laughs> and Christina has led worship here for years and has moved into a new position of... You know this. Director of story <laughs> and experience. Story director. Story director. So close. Yes. So she just helps make sure that the stories of Sandals Church are mm-hmm. told and she also keeps all of us on our toes like you need to be here filming set for here here's <laughs> what this looks like so um, it's a big responsibility mm-hmm. and I don't envy your job but you are doing such a Thanks. good job I at it I love it I love it and I've loved watching that but in addition to that I'm super grateful that you are always willing to I see I just manipulated right there like you're always willing to be a part <laughs> of Cultivate forever and ever and teach um, which I just love because I think you've been at Sandals for a long time now Mm. and I've watched you grow um you didn't have a lot of growing to do in your spiritual maturity but I have watched you (laughs) so not true on your on your journey and I just think that one of the things I love in this season of Sandals Church now we're 23 years old Mm -hmm. is just having you know when we started there was no older women now we're those older no, women, Christina. Don't say it. Before we started recording, I was like, I just went to a party. Everyone was old. We're old. We're all old. I just got diagnosed with tennis elbow, if that's a I real. I call it Instagram arm. Oh, really? Yeah. But I'm left handed and I got uh, diagnosed are you with playing my... tennis? Well, this is because I played guitar okay. for 20 years. So, we'll so call I it think guitar I have elbow. a legit reason, but I'm like, what the? I'm like, what? Where's all this tennis you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> they should have a more generic name for it. It's, right. Yeah, it's not right. Mine was from literally scrolling on Instagram or Pinterest, but, um, but this season you taught specifically on forgiveness, wrapping up the season with living it out. What does it look like to live Mm -hmm. it out? And you said these words, which I love so much as our love for the ways of Christ grows, our willingness to live out forgiveness will follow, Mm -hmm. which I think is so true. But today I want to ask you personally, like one thing that I've said over the last few weeks of the, of the podcast with the women is, um, you know, we can tell people a scripture and we can tell, give them insight, but 
I think so much growing happening mm. happens for people when it, they under, they've seen someone do it and think, mm-hmm. oh, if they did it, I can do it too, which is why I've loved this month's conversations on the podcast about just like, what does that actually look like for yeah. you? And so I'm going to ask you a couple questions okay. today. The first one is going to be this, and these are the questions I've asked each of the women this month. Okay. So the same question, but each answer is, is the same, but different, mm-hmm. um, interestingly enough. So... Here's first question. When was a time in your life you needed forgiveness and how did you pursue that? This morning. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm so Tell not kidding. Tell me about how you had to ask Dan for forgiveness well, this morning. Okay, so here's the deal. We have a new puppy who's super cute. He's like five months old right now, but we woke up this morning in chaos without going to the huge long story. Anyway, he had a um, digestive issue. We'll say that. So it's six 30 in the morning. Dan and I are trying to figure out who's going to take the dog out. Who's going to give him a bath. Um, and it escalated pretty quickly. He was like, why are you yelling at me? I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. Anyway, you could tell it escalated quickly. And I hadn't had my coffee yet. This is six 30 in the morning. So I know you well enough to know (laughs) Dan Crowley should know that you don't talk to Christina pre-coffee. So, uh, it turned into just us both being super irritated. Um, not necessarily at each other, but at the situation. And so we turned it on each other Mm. and he went for a run and I went to get ready and obviously putting my mascara on convicted. I need to be the first one to ask for forgiveness. I, I need to go first when he walks in the door. I need mm. to say, I'm sorry for my tone. I'm sorry for what. I, and anyway, he walks in the door and he said it first, which no, first of all no. made me really upset because I was like, he always says sorry first. I'm really trying to work on that. But no, seriously, it was just, I mean, this morning that was, mm-hmm. a, it was a simple thing, but I realized that I wasn't my best mm-hmm. and I needed to be better. And it was just, I need to make this right. I don't want to start my day like this. I don't want to, you know, not see him until six o'clock tonight. And then we're having to deal with it then. So mm-hmm. this morning, this morning, this morning <laughs> that was my most recent. Yeah. What about, was there a time for you where there was a, not an in the moment kind of incident mm-hmm. like that, but like a brokenness or, or something where you had to say, I got it. I need to, yeah. this was me and I've got to deal with it. Has that ever happened to you? Because oh this question might not even apply. No, Everyone I, listening <laughs> needs to know that I am stop. like the president of Christina's bank, oh which she absolutely <laughs> hates. <laughs> I, you know, there are so many, there are so many examples that come to mind. So I'm trying to think of a really recent one. Um, I had a conversation with someone in my family. Um, we were actually talking about just current like COVID life and post COVID life. Okay, I'm going to put a pin in this though, but remind me to get back to COVID rage and ask you if you oh. had that. Okay. So oh my finish gosh. what you're saying. This and is going to get so it's... real because Dan, that was another good story where Dan and I had to work on forgiveness. COVID Maybe we rage? need to get in a marriage We're going to put... <laughs> You for sure need to get in a marriage group, but we're going to put a pin in that. Finish your story. I don't want to cut you off, but I have a theory about COVID rage in women. Okay. No, I just, with having a conversation, um, with a family member who I love very much and we just, we didn't see eye to eye on some things and I was pressing and pressing and I feel like I was sharing what I felt needed to be shared, but it wasn't being received or experienced well. And I could just tell that it was, uh, it hurt her feelings. It really, really hurt her feelings. We got off the phone and I just, I didn't feel 
right about the way that I had treated her, the mm-hmm. way I had talked to her. And um, it's interesting because I remember feeling justified, like feeling like mm-hmm. these were hard words that I think she needed to hear. Um, but going back to kindness, I'm not sure if I did that in the right way too. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I needed to follow up with a text and I just said, I'm sorry. Um, will you forgive me? That's that conversation did not mm-hmm. go how I was hoping that it would go. And I love you and I care about you, mm-hmm. but we might just need to see, agree that we see differently mm-hmm. on this, but I love you and I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, and so it was just, I mean, I think there's so many examples of how as I'm growing in my relationship with God is I'm realizing more and more how much I need to be forgiven every single day. Like I just, I blow it every single day, like being quicker to also extend that to others. Mm -hmm. But I need to recognize that I need it first. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think as I realize more and more, I need to ask forgiveness often. Mm -hmm. Um, that actually just translates into being able to, I think, give it. I I think that's so true too about it, which it sucks. Like someone said this to me the other day, it might've been Tiffany um, Perry, who's on our team and makes all the things happen, but something about me going first. Mm. And I was like, I hate that. Like going first to model something or mm. have to learn a hard lesson yeah. so that I have something to say right. to women, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I hate going first, but I do see the value in going mm-hmm. first because then I think it, it can propel other people to go, oh, well, they did it and they're still alive and standing and everything's okay. It's actually yeah. better. And then give people courage to do it as well mm-hmm. or to admit that they do it as well because mm-hmm. I've admitted it. But going first is hard. Mm-hmm. But once you start that ball rolling, if you will, it gets easier. Right. It it frees you. Mm-hmm. And I really do think you start to experience other people doing it with you because they've seen you do it. Right. And people admire that mm-hmm. to a degree. Yeah. Um, because it is courageous. So I do th- think that's a, a real thing. The going first mm-hmm. is super hard. So I want to challenge anyone listening to think about a time they went first. I know that's when Matt and I had mm-hmm. a super pivot in the health of our marriage because I would not f- apologize mm-hmm. first or ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And he always would because he just like, he just can't hold on to a grudge like I can. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and we just but, need to hold it a yeah. little longer, make sure it gets its value. And I time. remember this time where I was like, I just know, like I need to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I remember apologizing to him and he was floored because I said it first. Mm-hmm. I went first and it was pivotal for him because he always said yeah. it first. But for me, I was like, Oh, that wasn't that bad. Like in my mind, it was like the worst thing I could ever do to like apologize first. Um, Well, I think it's a practice. You're talking about like this practice of saying, I'm sorry, this mm -hmm. practice of acknowledging failure, this practice of, uh, you know, saying, will you forgive me? Um, It's not something that just is, I think it's an, it's a normal thing for us. It's something that we have to work at and I think that can take the pressure off of us of like, man, why is it so hard? Why is it so hard for for me to say I'm sorry? Or why is it so hard to go first? Is maybe because it's something that needs to be practiced. It's like a muscle that, um, a spiritual muscle that we're building. 
So oh, for sure. And that makes any relationship better. Mm-hmm. I think when you know, like, okay, you're going to blow it. I'm going to blow it. We're That's just sin and human mm-hmm. and relationships. Mm-hmm. But if I know that there's just a shared common ground that you're going to say sorry to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it just, it helps the relationship feel I, I together. Think, I think that's an interesting point because I think over time, the relationships that I've had where I know I'm always the one saying mm-hmm. sorry, those haven't lasted or fared well. Right. I, I hadn't thought about that till this minute, but I, I know that I had, I have had relationships in the year over the years where it's like, I know that anytime I say like, Hey, I feel this way. It's like, well, nope, you're wrong. Nope. Mm-hmm. It can never be my sister. And I, I have an older sister. She's four years older than me. You know her. Um, we joke now all the time, like how it's just like, we'd rather like whatever, like be over something. So mm-hmm. we'll be like, it's fine. You're right. I'm wrong. You're like, it's fine. Let's say like, no, Move you're on. right. I'm wrong. I'm like, no. I, and like, yeah. let it go. And Matt and I have sort of adopted that in a joking yeah. way sometimes where it does get a little high, you know, and emotions are going crazy. Right. So I'll be like, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. Can this be over now? <laughs> you know? like, well, I think I, Dan and I do that too. And I think we recognize when we're starting to escalate and you almost start to forget what you're angry or frustrated about. Yeah. Or and now, now 10 more things have happened. Like the way you said totally. something, <laughs> but there is something powerful. I think in, in forgiveness, um, man, it's, it's such a loaded thing because there, there are little offenses mm-hmm. that we feel, feel so big, like, man, mm-hmm. we can't forget. And then there's real hard trauma, yeah. you know, tragedy, broken, broken relationships where forgiveness needs to also, you know, mm-hmm. go there. Um, but, but forgiveness, I think it's a reset. Like mm-hmm. when you say, I'm sorry, or will you forgive me? There's a reset mm-hmm. to the relationship that um, I think for those that you're continuing in a relationship, not toxic relationships that we're talking about, you know, you still extend forgiveness, mm-hmm. but you're not doing life. Yeah. Them. But there's a beauty of saying, can we just, can we start over? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have to minimize the weight of what the conversation is, but knowing when to hit reset. And I think mm-hmm. forgiveness is a, is a huge tool to be Absolutely. able to say that's, that's the thing where you hit reset. Because if you're like you, if you and I are in an argument and we just say, Oh, let's just move on. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Like we can do that for the sake of moving on. Yeah. But if we're still carrying bitterness or offense, mm-hmm. that's really not moving on. Yeah. But there's something powerful about, will you forgive well, me? Well, and I shared that when I, in my teaching, I said, I move on, but I don't let go. That was so And good. I'm like, that was oh, so, that's so, so good. true. It's like I said it about me and then you. I was like, yep. and that's also so true. <laughs> you yeah, know, true. I, um, I recently, and I, I, I didn't plan on talking about this, but I, I have had, an offense, like a broken relationship offense with someone for probably three years now, three or four years Mm -hmm. at this point. And it's like, we, we got together, we made nice enough. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like we left, like we're okay, but we still like unfollow each other on Instagram. Mm. We still don't yeah. talk to where it's like, got where it was weird again with, without any words. Mm. And you know, I held a position of being right. And I, I, I would say to this day, I do feel like some of my position was the, the 
rooted in the right things mm -hmm. that, that were happening. But I, I had been praying the week that I taught and cultivate about just like, man, what Lord, where, where are any offenses I'm still carrying? Mm -hmm. And this person came to my mind and I was, oh, wow. but yeah. with a total different shift in my perspective of you forgot to see them as a person, Tam, mm. like you forgot to see, um, because one of the reasons that this person and I ever engaged or kind of bonded initially mm -hmm. was because we had both experienced some sexual abuse as, as kids and like, um, you know, there's a lot of trauma there sure, yeah. and I had lost an empathy for another person mm. and under, like, I forgot to remember, mm -hmm. Like the humanness yeah. in my being right, in my being upset, in my, you know. Mm. And so I actually reached out and said, this probably, because remember, we had gotten together and it's like, okay, yeah. I forgive you, forgive me. But like we had done the niceties, but mm -hmm. I don't know that the hearts had changed. I had seen some things that they've written online that mm. they, my name wasn't said, but like clearly sure. about me um, and probably vice versa. You know, mm -hmm. it's understood. Like we're not. Not okay. <laughs> we're not okay. We moved on, but we're not but okay. But we were nice mm -hmm. enough. Um, but I just like this just came up and I felt mm. so convicted about it in my spirit of like, you were right about part of it, but really wrong about part of it. Mm. And I hadn't thought of it before. And I reached out and I just said, this might seem ridiculous because I know that we, we've, we resolved it. Yeah. We did all the niceties, the Christian thing, but I'm curious if our hearts were changed. Mm. However, my heart has had a change and I need to ask you for forgiveness because they had wow. asked me for forgiveness okay. initially. Yeah. And I said, I, I didn't have compassion for your perspective. I didn't have, I, I didn't seek, I didn't go into it seeking understanding for how mm. you felt. I went into it for you to tell me that what happened was wrong. Mm. And I'm really sorry for how I engaged you how I treated you and more important, whether it was right or wrong, I'm sorry that I hurt you, yeah. that you, wow, you so see great. me as a person who's really hurt you. And I, I, I can't tell you how, and I'm not saying this for the sake of this podcast, like how sincere mm. I grieved that I hurt someone the way that I'd hurt them. Wow. And, um, even if I didn't mean to hurt them, which I didn't, you know, like right, right. I did and I hadn't cared. It was yeah. like, well, I didn't mean to hurt you. So that's right. All of a sudden, like, I was like, I'm so sad whether mm -hmm. I meant to or not that I did though. It did yeah. happen that way. And, um, they didn't respond for a while. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh gosh, I, why did I reach out? Like, I feel like an idiot. Mm -hmm. I'm so stupid. Um, they're the worst still, <laughs> you know, like I take it and, back. But then I just had to go through this process with God. Yeah. This was probably two weeks before my teaching date. Okay. I went through this process like, well, God, you know my heart. And here's the thing. I know you convicted me to do it. I know mm. you were saying yeah. you forgot to see them and have love for them. Right. And so I was like, okay, if I never hear anything, okay, I look like an idiot. Like I'm winkling, like, I'm sorry. You know, yeah. but I was like, no, that's what the enemy wants us to think. And literally the day that I had kind of resolved that with God and said, I know what my heart is. Mm -hmm. I know what you've convicted me of. I know what you told me to do, which, which was to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. And I got home 
from work that day, super mm. long day. It was our first day of teach of uh, the cultivate forgiveness season right, teaching right. and their message was waiting on the inbox oh, for me and that. it had been a while like since i had reached yeah, out yeah. and i thought how interesting that the day that i show up and you know how i feel about right. showing up to teach i'm yeah. like i'm never doing this again i feel the most vulnerable mm, totally. the most vulnerable to attack um and it was just such an interesting conversation of yeah. no some of the things that you said were true mm-hmm. and I should and it was just this reconciliation so I said I, I know that we're not you know we're probably not hanging out <laughs> maybe right. like we once did like let's not pretend sure something yeah um, and part of its proximity now but um but like if I see you I want you to know that I'll have a genuine kindness for you in my heart mm. and I'm just I appreciate you hearing me out and responding. You didn't have to. Like, it just became, I was like, this is the way of the gospel. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was messy. It wasn't super articulate and like a Hallmark card, you know? It was real. It was. it was vulnerable. And it was, and that burden that I had carried, and it's like, it was one thing when I don't follow them on Instagram anymore. I don't see them at church anymore. I don't see them at work anymore. I don't see them at birthdays anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like, fine. But like if I saw something with them, it would angst up in me. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It was, just, it was just one of those times that I'm like, oh, I needed to ask for forgiveness yeah. and that. And well, and God was the one who nudged you in that space. It, it so. was the most conviction. I remember mm-hmm. I got home one night and had just like gone out in my backyard by myself and just sat out there alone and I was just mm. spending time with God and out of nowhere this person popped in my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And right. then it was just like this, you need to reach out. And I actually reached out, it was like eleven thirty at night when I reached out, I'm like, they're gonna think I'm psycho. Like, why are you up eleven thirty thinking <laughs> about me? But I I knew if I didn't do it, I would change my mind. Yeah. And not do it when the Lord was telling me yeah. to do it. And like I go back and read it and it's like no there's no periods, like grammar's terrible. I just like vomited yeah. it out like what I knew I was supposed right. to say, but the Lord was in it. And I felt like in his timing, and I do feel like they, they were so genuine and sincere. Mm-hmm. I know I was genuine and sincere. Yeah. And so it was just kind of a cool thing. That's great. And I, as you're talking, I'm thinking too, like when we get that conviction and mm-hmm. we move on it or yeah a name comes into our mind or even as we are praying. I hadn't thought of it in probably yeah. two years, three. Because God searches yeah. our hearts. And, right, and which I asked him to do. Right. Don't do that, you I guys. Know. Just kidding. I want you to do it. <laughs> but he does because it's his way. Like mm-hmm. forgiveness is his way. Reconciliation is his way. And um, forgiveness is surrender, right? Mm-hmm. It's surrendering being yeah. right. It's surrendering the need for a justice that sometimes we can't always provide. It's mm-hmm. surrendering the often our image or mm-hmm. that's what I felt like when I was like ah I shouldn't have reached yeah. out I was like all angsty about looking but like, like a fool it's also I think I think forgiveness a big part of forgiveness is surrendering the outcome to God mm-hmm. because whether that text came through or not you were still obedient mm-hmm. you know and it's great that it that it did in the time you yeah. did that I think it was just like a Kiss it was. On the cheek of it like, really hey, was. It was like because I had to go. I got to the place where I'm like, if they never respond right. and they think I'm an idiot, I know that I was supposed to do right. it, and I did. Reminds and, me of that yeah. passage that says, "As far as it, as far as it depends on mm-hmm. us to be at peace with everyone." Yeah. yeah. And so, 
you walked in that as far as it depended on you. I don't always too have several. It's just a great, it's just a great, it's a great example. I love it. like, oh, Tammy's always getting it right. No, 100% no. But when I do, I'm going to brag right, about man. myself. I was going to use this sports analogy and say, you hit it out of the park. But then I I'm thought, like, oh, what, what does that mean? <laughs> okay, um, second question for you before we wrap it up. How old are you now? Oh, my gosh. I'm uh, going to be 50 this year. You and my husband. It's so crazy. You and Matt Brown turning 50. Like, I remember, this is for a different conversation, but turning 40 was just like... I remember you're all, I'm getting fit. I'm going to be my I best was. self. And I was like, 40. oh, I suck. <laughs> no, but it was like, I feel like, oh, I've, I'm ready to walk into... Like, and you did it, though. This great season. At 50 just feels like I'm a half a century. Like, when you say it that way, that's different. We're those older, wiser women now. <laughs> That's how I started the show. It's Matt's, like a book ending. Matt's birthday's before mine, though, so I always like to remind him that he's older than me. Yes, he is. He likes to make jokes that we're going to end up in the old folks' home. <laughs> he thinks he's going to visit me. I'm like, no, I might come visit you. But sorry, we're, we're getting off, off topic. So what would, what would almost 50-year-old Christina tell 20-something, 30-something Christina when it comes to forgiveness? What, what do you wish you knew then that you know now? Yeah. What would you tell yourself? Oh, such a good question. Um, I think I would really encourage myself and tell myself to really keep a short account of offenses. Oh, yes. Like literally the things that, because th here's the reality. There are some big things in life. Mm -hmm. I would, you know, I mean, I, my story, you know, I've got a story of sexual abuse as well and deep woundings and, you know, in ministry before we came to Sandals Church. And I've had a lot of big things I've needed to work through forgiveness on. Mm -hmm. But when the little offenses clog my heart and my mind and my mm -hmm. capacity, mm -hmm. um, there's really, you run out of room yeah. for doing the work needed for the, the bigger things, the things that really would hold, hold me back or make me, you know, feel I was less than, I didn't have more to offer, mm -hmm. unworthy, wh whatever all those things are. And so I would say when we keep a short account of offenses, there's room to really work on the things that really need to be worked on. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, being upset that she said that thing to me the way that she did, or, or he didn't call me back, or they just don't get me, whatever, those little things mm -hmm. that occupy so much space, they really rob us of the real work that God wants to do in mm -hmm. us. So I would say, keep a short account of offenses. And I kind of have this image in my head that I think for years I walked around with like a Velcro suit on mm. in what everything sticks to Velcro, everything mm -hmm. and every word, every, you know, offense ever. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, take off the Velcro suit, mm -hmm. just live, um, live free in a way that everything doesn't have to stick just because it comes in. Yeah. It doesn't need to stick. It doesn't need to and stick. This is why I'm the president of your fan. <laughs> but it's so true. And you know what? I think that, um, I, I think any, a lot of people listening may think this and you'll probably agree is I think of some of the offenses I've had with people that mm -hmm. have divided relationships and now I'm like, that was so dumb mm -hmm. and now we're not friends. Well, it's perspective. When you, when yeah. you look back, you do have perspective. And so I think it's, um, it's why we need others why we need community to, to come around side of, uh, of oh, us yeah. and say, Hey, I know this feels big, but like you said, mm -hmm. what's the other side of the story or, you know, where do you need to lean into peace? My counselor said this to me, how much energy I, I, I 
had gone to counseling and I had said like, I'm upset about this situation. Yeah. And he was like, how much energy are you giving that? Right. Like you only have so much. Right. And I think especially now in my older, older upper forties, I'm like, it feels like a lot less somehow. I'm right. not sure. Yeah. But how much energy we give to things. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I loved also Melody in her teaching, she talked about the battle in our mind. Mm, and I think mm-hmm, our mind controls mm-hmm. where we give a lot of our energy. Yep. And you know, one of one of one of my things I just one of my biggest regrets is how much offense I have with different people. Mm. And it was probably a lot of little things. Yeah. And then now I I feel like every party I go into I'm angsty about someone I might see there. Yeah. Or anytime I go to Target or Trader Joe's or wherever. And I'm just like, oh, I wish I would have let a lot more go. Mm-hmm. Not taken so much personally. And not like you yeah. said with that Velcro suit. That's what I wish I would have done. Yeah. I'm gonna copy you on that. <laughs> we it's we 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 stick that Velcro suit on. Oh, I, yeah. I would also say like for the times where I've realized forgiveness is hard, like like why does this feel so hard? Mm-hmm. It is it, really the times where it's been most foreign in being practiced in my life. Meaning oh. that the more we practice kindness, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about that's something that just starts to naturally come mm-hmm. out of us because mm-hmm. it's in us. Yeah. It's it's now this is a new way that we do life. Yeah. Or as we start to read God's word, when we first start reading the Bible, you know, it can feel very foreign because it's new. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we have practiced much. Um, and you can run that when you when we go to the gym and work out, right? It if we don't practice that, it, it feels foreign. Like how do I use quick. these machines? How do we yeah. whatever? But the more we lean into making the the practice of forgiveness the less foreign it'll be which Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like then the less forced it will feel it'll just become like this is what this is what we do as followers of Christ because this forgiveness is the way of Christ yeah um and we really honestly this isn't a suggestion Mm -hmm. you know and we talk about this in in the in the 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 series that we're, we're we're talking through right now in the book but it's a command of Christ. It's mm-hmm. we follow the way as followers of Christ. We follow the ways of Christ, yeah. not just his works and how he blesses us and what he can do for us, mm-hmm. but we follow the way he lived Yeah, and he lived a life of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so as that becomes less foreign to us because mm-hmm. we're practicting it more, it will feel less forced and just, I think, I'm start just to drop overflow. the mic right now. We're done. But it's hard. It's hard. It's work. <laughs> it, it's it's work. For it sure. is hard work, but it's such a good work. And I think mm-hmm. that this last year that I've really had to press into this, um, I feel like I've had the most growth I can mm-hmm. remember in my adult life. Yeah. Because I think we are so buried under the burden of offenses mm-hmm. and 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 not forgiving. I I think we are not forgiving things we don't even realize, you know. And so. Um, I, it's just such a good work. And I think that's what my heart for women is, you know, yeah. the, the two sides to the coin of forgiveness, which the, the one side is yes, like we're called to forgive it. Mm-hmm. It's the way, you know, Jesus forgave us. He says, forgive others. Yeah. Um, but the, the other side of that, which I think is also so important and it's what I actually taught on is it's not just about others. It's God's heart for you because we're the ones who are anxious Mm -hmm. over heavy burdened, you know, upset, angsty when, 
when whoever we're upset at might be just sleeping through the night like a baby. And mm-hmm. God's like, wait, I, this is not just for them. It's yeah. for you because I want you to have my burden is light. Right. You know, I want you to have rest. I mm-hmm. want you to have peace. Like it's a unforgiveness is just a burden too heavy for us to carry, mm-hmm. which is why I mean, it just circles Crushing. back why he yep. went to the cross, why right. he said, no, this is the way, mm-hmm. um, not just his way for us, but our way for others and right. not about others even though it affects others, mm-hmm. it's really, I think, his gift to us to, let, to find the freedom that yeah. the Bible talks about. And we don't, I think we know about freedom, but we don't live in freedom. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with how easily we're offended as women mm-hmm. and how much forgiveness we withhold. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on again this oh, month. You're very, so very fun. busy. And oh my gosh, anytime. I'm super an grateful. Um, and I just, anyone that's listening to this, that's what I would, I would ask you to spend some time in prayer about being real with yourself, being real with God is do, am I easily offended? Mm. And am I offended by the little things? Are they getting my energy and then potentially be real with others. Like, is there someone that you need to reach out with? Like I had to reach out of like, Hey, I might've been wrong, right about a lot of it, but I was wrong mm-hmm. also. And at the end of the day, how much does that matter mm-hmm. when you have two people out there just broken and wounded and divided mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. enemy gets to do that work? You know, is there someone you, need to, you might need to reach out to, to say like, Hey, I, I'm just sorry I hurt you, mm-hmm. you know, even, even if I know I didn't mean to, even if, but I like, it hurts me that I hurt you and yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry. Will you please forgive me? Like if you have that person, what I want to say is even if you feel foolish, I felt foolish, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I learned a lesson about making sure I was right with God instead mm-hmm. of just right with man but mm. trying to make it right with man was part of that process. So and so to think about those people. And then also if someone is listening or someone in your life is working on this through cultivate or somewhere else and they come to you, is your heart ready to receive? Are you oh, ready to be good. a forgiver to that? So there's, there's just some easy things for y'all to be thinking about. The, okay. The next bye. Days. <laughs> That's good. No, it's but, really good. Um, just, just, I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I ask myself that question cause mm-hmm. I, I have some angst mm-hmm. out there with some enemies still. And this weekend I was working in the yard and I was thinking to myself, what, would I, would I accept it if, if they apologized? And mm-hmm. I don't know that I would right now. Mm-hmm. And that bothered me about mm-hmm. me. And so I was yeah. like, Oh, I still have some work to do. That's so good. two sides of that coin, who, who might you need to reach out to and just seeing the situation through a different lens of maybe you're not a hundred percent all right all the time. <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> and also is your heart ready for someone else to say that to you? Like, yeah. are you ready to forgive? So I've just, this, so good. this month has been a lot of conversations on forgiveness like we said, it is not an easy work, but it is a good work, mm-hmm. one that will benefit others, but it will bless you. So I hope you've enjoyed this series and will continue to become women who cultivate forgiveness towards others. So thanks for being here, Christina. Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own. 
subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and leave a review. We love hearing what you think, and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief Podcast, where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, here or in person, remember, Cultivate Kindness. Thank you.